Hello, apartment friends. It's me, Leslie Mathis, with the Multifamily Streamline Podcast. So if you are following me on social, you know I've been talking a lot about budgets. Most of you are knee-deep and probably stressed about the due dates and expectations of the budget meetings. I am hosting a class October 4th to discuss how to get your budgets across the finish line with minimal stress and minimal questions, but thought perhaps we should discuss briefly today. I promise... What I'm going to share today is not rocket science, but if you would slow down and hear me out, I promise this will help. Listen, I do not know all the answers, but I work with some of the best and several institutional clients, and we all have the same frustrations. I promise this will help you and make them happier in the process. Sure, we could dive into how to do your budget and what revenue increases to to project or how to cut expenses, but most of you have that master. This budget season, I really want to focus on how to get these darn budgets across the finish line and approved without major um, back and forth or the budget limbo. What approach can we take to get a seamless approval process? Well, if you follow these suggestions, I promise you will have a much easier life and a much easier budget season. So let's give them a reason to say yes, or in this case, approved. Trust me, your client, asset manager, and leadership probably hate budget season as much as you do. And now we start the process so early, you all are worn out before it even gets here. Not to mention getting that thing uploaded before the holidays. Thanksgiving, that is. That's my rule. All budgets uploaded before Thanksgiving week. So let's focus on three main points, consolidating communication, the budget notes, and virtual versus in-person. Look at that. All three have to do with communication. Hmm. See a theme? And for an added bonus, let's talk about asking for guidance. Once you receive your budget template and communication from your asset manager, I want you to consolidate all questions into one email. If it is more than five bullet points, I want you to request a 30-minute call. This will prevent you from exchanging 12 emails and still having questions unanswered. Remember, we are all drowning in a sea of emails, and this will get lost in the shuffle, resulting in submitting incorrect information or missing the deadline. Within this communication, if not previously provided, I want you to ask for expectations that they might have for 23 in regards to income and expenses. The worst thing they can say is, please give me your recommendations. And then that's what you'll do. You also need to ask for guidance on debt service, insurance, and taxes. Do not use your numbers from last year or add another 3%. And for the love of Pete, do not submit your budget without this information. This does not show weakness by you asking for this information. You don't have access to it, but you need it for the budget. So you have to ask for help especially with taxes and insurance and debt service. There could be something that they've requested from a consultant or an appeal or some type of refinance that you just don't know about. So please ask the questions. Now, let's get a little more specific though. If they're on a master insurance policy with your company, the management company, then don't ask them for insurance guidance. You have the information. You should be asking for that internally. You wouldn't believe how many times I'm asked for insurance guidance when I'm on a master policy within the management company's um, arm. So again, 
make sure you know where you should be asking. But at the end of the day, most of the time, except for the master policy, you're going to need their help with the answer. Number two, for me, this probably is the most important item for the budget review, the notes. I want all the notes with all the detail. Please do not assume I will remember the day-to-day. Remember, I'm working on 33 assets right now or projects in the pipeline, so it's really hard for me to keep up. Your asset managers often work on different real estate platforms, so they might have retail, they might have office space, they might have industrial. So please add the notes so they can look at it in one place. Tell me what you are going to charge for the admin fee. Tell me all the things. Tell me what we plan to waive, what percentage we might um, discount, or things that might be important that I just can't keep up with. Tell me the renewal increase we expect or the turnover rate. Tell me how much we are going to spend on each renewal touch point. Tell me how many paints on average that we're going to do each month and what's the typical cost. Same thing with housekeeping. Tell me how much we are going to spend on coffee and eviction fees. Make it clear the cable income is a net number. Include what percent of capture we expect on the water bill. Tell me the average rent on the model and what I get for all of those advertising dollars that you've listed in our budget for next year. For me, I truly do not think that there should be a line without a note. And P.S. make it easy for me to read them. I just mentioned that when we started this section, but if your notes are all only on the individual tabs for the expense category and not on the detail tab, I highly suggest that you figure out a way to add it to the detail tab. It is unrealistic to ask the client to flip back and forth through the tabs to find the notes. That's not providing an easy approval. And if you want to avoid long detail review and 5,000 questions, add the notes. I promise this will be the best time you spend on your budget all year. So the next item might be a little unpopular or up for debate, but I wholeheartedly believe this. If you have an option to do your review in person or virtual, always recommend virtual. If the pandemic taught us anything, it was to be more efficient with our time by utilizing virtual meetings. No more setting up for these budget reviews and coordinating with everybody's time to be there on a certain day, not to mention the extra time it takes to travel in. And no more printing all those budget packages that nobody even takes home with them. Or the lunch order. Ugh. However, what would be productive use of time, especially if you have a large CapEx budget next year, suggest a capital walk. Review the budget beforehand, virtually, and then schedule a meeting in person to walk the property to do a CapEx review in the days following that original virtual budget review. I know I promise a lot of things, but this truly would be a good use of time. We've recently chatted through this and haven't and I haven't met an asset manager yet that disagrees. This could be a two or four hour property visit versus an all day boondoggle that's non-productive and leaves you with a lot of extra work. Now, if you are already doing all these things, great, share the good word, but do me a big favor, go back and confirm. 
We are all moving in a million different directions. And I bet if you double check your work, you might be a little surprised and not in a good way. And one last thing, remember, you are the expert on your property or portfolio. They need you. Don't give that power away. See you back here next week. And if you're interested in the budget class, message me on Instagram or send me an email at lmathis at streamlinemultifamily.com.